Hey mama, welcome to Holistic Health for Moms. Do you want to lose weight and have more energy? Do you find yourself up late at night searching Google about hormones, weight loss, and how to get healthy? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel overwhelmed and frustrated when the scale doesn't move and you look five months pregnant after eating again? Hey, I'm Jennifer. I'm a mom of three, a conventional health nurse practitioner that also believes in natural and holistic health. I kept hearing my patients tell me that they were overwhelmed, tired, and couldn't lose weight. They were overwhelmed with all the health and weight loss information out there. It hurt my heart to see women who wanted answers and solutions to only be given prescriptions and vague directions like eat better and exercise. They needed to get out of the traditional healthcare box and I wanted to help. So I created this podcast. In this podcast, you'll learn about optimizing your health and transforming your mindset. You'll learn about tools to help you build on what you know is right for you and reclaim the energy and health you know you should have. If this sounds like you, raise your hand and say present and accounted for, and let's get this party started. Hey friends, I hope y'all had a fantastic holiday, and I hope that the week back was uneventful and um, productive and we have gone from the Thanksgiving season to the Christmas season and I'm not sure about you but I feel completely overwhelmed very overwhelmed and you know the crazy thing is I'm further ahead on my to-do list than I normally am anyway if you're overwhelmed you're in good company because a lot of us are but it's okay it is okay The main thing to remember is that you spend time with the ones that you love and it's not about the gifts. It's about the fact that it's Jesus' birthday and we need to put that first and foremost. So that being said, let's talk about estrogen dominance. Now, this is not an ICD-10 code, I do not believe. I haven't verified that, but I'm pretty sure it's not. Um, It's more of a concept, and not a lot of people address it or acknowledge it, Um, but it is a thing. It's a thing, and you need to know about it because maybe you're suffering with these problems, and you want to try to alleviate these symptoms. So let's talk about what what it is. What is estrogen dominance? Uh, Well, first of all, it's a hormonal imbalance. and it's imbalanced so we actually have different estrogens in our bodies Um, so it's an imbalance of the strong and weak estrogens Um, and then also like low progesterone levels in combination with normal um, estrogen levels okay because progesterone and estrogen are supposed to balance each other out um, in an ideal world So, and also this is um, something that's common in the 10 years prior to menopause because this is when women's uh, progesterone production drops off before estrogen production begins to drop off. So, now that we've kind of talked about what it is that's happening in your body, what are the symptoms that you could possibly be experiencing? Well, trouble losing weight, Um, headaches, mood swings, 
anxiety, irritability, depression, um, swinging between anxiety, irritability, and depression, breast tenderness, uterine or breast fibroids, um, long, heavy bleeding during menstrual flow and passing clots, foggy thinking or fatigue, um, so like brain fog, and um, if you have body fat that's concentrated more around your belly, your hips, your thighs, and your butt, and um, possibly thyroid issues, but you're told that your thyroid results are normal, and also insomnia. So, I know these are vague symptoms. Um, I say vague. They could also be symptoms of many other things, but that's why you want to take it to your, you know, your healthcare provider and say, hey, this is what I'm dealing with. Do you think it is, you know, whatever. Um, just something to keep on, on the brain. Now, what can contribute to high estrogen levels? Well, uh, first of all, medications. Um, if you're on oral contraceptives, also known as birth control pills, they can kind of jack you up a little bit. Um, interestingly enough, body fat uh, secretes estrogen. Um, so if you have an excess amount of body fat, it can also lead to excess estrogen. Um, stress can cause <laughs> um, cortisol levels to go up, which can um, decrease the amount of progesterone produced, which could <laughs> inadvertently um, cause estrogen dominance because you're not producing enough progesterone to balance out the estrogen. Um, drinking alcohol can also increase your estrogen levels um, and then also reduce your body's uh, ability to break down estrogens. Your body's trying to break down the alcohol. Your liver's trying to break down the alcohol. Um, and so it kind of puts estrogen on the back burner. Um, if you have liver problems, uh, if your liver function is off, that could also cause some problems. And then if you have an exposure to synthetic estrogens or xenoestrogens. Um, these are chemicals that are found in the environment that act like estrogens once they are inside the body. Um, some of these things are like BPA, phthalates, um, pesticides, some household cleaning products, some soaps, shampoos, if you've seen some of the, you know, newer shampoos, you'll say you'll see that it says phthalate free and, you know, whatever free. And it's trying to tell you that, you know, oh, we're safe and we want you to use me. But still, buyer beware. <laughs> so what conditions, um, you know, more serious conditions, so not just symptoms, but what conditions can be associated with higher estrogen levels? Well, um, it's not that estrogen necessarily causes these conditions, um, but they can definitely worsen the condition or the symptoms. Um, and these things are breast cancer. Um, you know, you've heard of estrogen-fed cancers, um, ovarian cancer, 
endometriosis problems, um, insulin resistance, which is actually something that I also want to do a podcast on. So y'all let me know if you're interested in that or if you have any questions. Insulin resistance is actually like the precursor to uh, full-blown diabetes. So you want to kind of catch it sooner rather than later. Um, PCOS, uh, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome, um, and uterine cancer and you know, tumors on the ovaries and adrenal glands. So a lot of different um, kind of, you know, serious problems that uh, excess estrogen can contribute um, to. Now, what do you do to alleviate the symptoms? Um, you, know, you went to your provider or you talked to someone and you kind of determined that you know, you're estrogen dominant. Okay, now now what do you do? What do you so you have this information, and that's let me take a sidebar real quick. So you have this information, or you've gotten these labs, or you've gotten you know, whatever, even if it's not about your hormones. Before you ever do the labs, you need to think to yourself, what am I gonna do with this information once I get it? Are you gonna change your lifestyle? Or do you just want to confirm what you know and continue the way that you're living? Because why spend this money or why, you know, do all these things if you're not going to change anything? You know what I'm saying? So don't waste your money if you're not going to change anything. But if you do want to change, then definitely find it out. Okay? Definitely do the things. So what can you do to alleviate the symptoms of estrogen dominance? Well, first of all, test don't guess. Um... Especially, especially if somebody is recommending any type of hormone therapy, please test, don't guess, find a practitioner that you very you trust, um, that has a very um, good reputation, and go to them. All right, so number one calls, I'm sorry, um, one of the number one things you can find in your house that contributes to estrogen dominance is the xenoestrogens or the fake estrogens. So I would suggest, first and foremost, number one thing, if you don't do anything else after listening to this episode, go into your bathroom and all of your skincare products, the lotions, the creams, the masks, the makeup, all, all of the things, the body wash, the shampoos, the conditioners, and look in the skincare products and see what they have. Um, EWG, which is the Environmental Working Group, uh, actually has a portion of their website where you can look up some of these chemicals and they will tell you all of the things that they have been um, tied to, such as like cancers or like health disorders. Um, And it can be something as simple as like a rash. And not maybe like not a horrible rash, but just a rash that's been there and you just can't figure out what's going on. And it could be like a chemical in that particular product. Also, I have found that some skincare products, um, some ingredients, these companies can change. Um, and if it's like less than a certain amount of the, ing- uh, less than a certain like percentage of the product that like the ingredient makes up, they can change it without notifying the consumer or like putting anything on the bottle. So sometimes they'll switch things up on you and like you don't even know and something you've been using for years and years and years, all of a sudden you're having problems, like you're having rashes or skin problems or whatever. Um, So definitely, you know, be cognizant of that. Now, 
Um, BPA is another one, and that is actually bisphenol A, and it is a plastic coating on the lining of cans. Um, on, it's actually on the back of receipts, so every time you touch a receipt. Um, triclosan, which you'll see in antibacterial soaps, uh, and pesticides, especially Roundup. There's Y'all just look up Roundup. Um, you know, Google Roundup, like, uh, what do you call it? Um, when they sue people. Oh, can't make words. Um, Roundup um, in court or something and just see. And, um, you know, just see what it has to say. But anyway, all of that to be said. Skincare products, uh, plastic coating in the lining of cans, especially like canned foods, uh, the things on the back of receipts. I know that's crazy. It's crazy. Um, and then antibacterial like soaps and then pesticides. My husband um, actually does landscaping. And so, you know, he used to treat our grass like all the time because that's his job and we want our you know yard to look good. And so he's actually cut back on the amount of um, chemicals he puts on the yard because our kids are out there playing barefoot and, you know, rolling around having a good time. So that would be the first thing I would do if you don't do anything else after this episode. Just check the skincare products on the EWG website. Um, second is to buy organic when you can. Um, and when it's suggested. So if you'll, again, look at the Environmental Working Group, they have like the Dirty Dozen and the Clean 15. Um, the Dirty Dozen are the ones that you want to try um, to buy organic. Okay. If you can't, not a big deal. I'd rather you eat fruits and vegetables, period, than not at all. Um, but just something to pay attention to. Stay away from antibacterial products. Um, our skin actually has its own little microbiome. Um, there is bacteria on our skin, and there's a very delicate balance. And our skin's job is to protect us. And so it doesn't need help from, you know, outside products. And, you know, thousands of years ago, we, we, we didn't have antibacterial hand soaps. Like, just soap and water. It would be totally fine. Um... And then toothpaste, mouthwashes, deodorants, those are other things that can contain triclosan, which is also, um, can also act like an estrogen in the body. Now, lifestyle-wise, you can decrease the amount of, um, of body fat, which, you know, we talk a lot about on this podcast. You know, simple things, increase in your water intake, increase in your um, movement every day the the dirty dozen try to buy that organic um small things small steps add up um try to decrease the amount of stress in your body because um this can keep your estrogen and progesterone balanced limit alcohol intake this is just like good in general just in general because alcohol is empty calories and sometimes we tend to take in a little bit more than what we think we do. So, just be cognizant of that. Now, 
now that you've listened to me drone on and on and on about information, 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 because um, it's very information heavy, not a very tactical, I'm going to give you um, tactical information. I want you to pull up the EWG website and grab some of your skincare products and just look up a few of the ingredients and see what it says um, and see what they've been linked to and how your skincare products um, rate on the EWG ratings, okay? Um, second, I want you to, if you don't already, because again, most of you want to turn it off when I say the word water, I want you to get a metal or, I'm, I'm sorry, a steel or glass water bottle because uh, plastic water bottles, um, especially like the ones you buy in the store, if they get heated up, the um, chemicals from the plastic can be leached into the water that you drink. So I want you to get a glass water bottle or stainless steel water bottle. And then third, I want you to eat more cruciferous vegetables. Now, that's, you know, cauliflower, broccoli, um, things that were probably like cuss words when you were a kid, but they're actually really, really good for you because um, this helps with the metabolism and breakdown of estrogens. So, um, you know, there's a lot of different ways to eat them. You don't have to just eat them raw or boiled or steamed or whatever. You can roast them, saute them. There's so many different ways and they're actually delicious. So, there are the three things, but really and truly, I'm going to say it again. I want you to grab your skincare products, go to the EWG website, and just check it out. And y'all, let me know what you find out. Head over to the Facebook group and just under the... Um, under the post about today's episode, like, just tell me, like, what you found out about your, about your skincare products. And that's actually under Monday's Medical Moments. Um, and it says signs of estrogen dominance. So head over there and let me know what you learned. Um, and I hope y'all have a fantastic day. And I will talk to y'all soon. Bye. Okay, Mama, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you take 30 seconds and subscribe to my email list? By signing up, you get my free meal planning template to help you start optimizing your health today. Also, if you could leave me a review, this helps this podcast rate, helps more sisters see it, and it lights me up to know this podcast is helping you. Okay, time to go make sure the clothes are washed, Ball uniforms are ready and snacks are prepared for this week full of games and chaos. I'll meet you back next week for another episode. Have a great week, sisters.